Welcome to the Zero Chance Pod. Yes. We're back. We're back. We're back, baby. Uh, you know what's funny is that you, when you do quotes from movies, like there are some where you could just say the actual quote. Mm-hmm. Like, I quote Tombstone all the time. Mm-hmm. And so just now, I don't know if you knew that I was quoting. To, like, if I just said, say when, you wouldn't. Well, that was a weird way to say it, but you yeah. wouldn't know that that was a movie <laughs> quote. But if I say, say when, you know, that it's not a terribly good accent that I just did, but that that's like Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Like, okay. like if I say, and so for say when, I have to do the accent for you to know what I'm talking about, if you would know. Yeah. Did you know that was Tombstone? I did. You did? I didn't. Did not? No. Okay. Yeah. But if I say, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. Do you know that that's... You know Tombstone. Right. So I don't yeah. have to say, like, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. You know, like I don't have to say it in his accent, and you know the movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. there are some quotes where you have to do the accent with it, and then there are other quotes where it's... Like, Dumb and Dumber. You don't need their accent. Well, it <laughs> <laughs> well they don't have an accent. Well, no, but... You know, there's cadence. Like, yeah. I hate goodbyes. Yeah. You know, like, if yeah. I just said I hate goodbyes, I hate goodbyes, that could just be like, oh, I, I hate goodbyes, too. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're like, I hate goodbyes. Be like, oh, Brady's so sad. Or if you're like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> and I shove my finger in your lip. But you know what I mean? Like, there are, there are times in quotes where you have to give a little extra something. And then other times where people just know. Like, yeah. Like, if you say, hey, okay, I'll be back. It's like, all right, cool. But if you're like, I'll be back. You know, people know. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just. I don't know, man. I don't know. I started with say when. Say when. Say when. Anyway, stoked to be back. Yeah. You know who also is probably stoked that we're back? Tiger Woods? No. Tiger's that, back. Uh, was it uh, JB Jayhawk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to start right off the bat with yeah. some, some hate comments? We yeah. Got? What, yeah. Is it, what is that called? A, uh, a review? It's a review. It's a review okay. on, our, um, on our iTunes. All right. Would you like to read the review from this oh guy? We, the one star guy? Look, look, I got I to gotta pull it up here. I got to pull it up. So here's I have a theory about this guy. Um, I think <laughs> that he is from a, a, uh, another podcast in San Diego that views is threatened by us. That is my... I think it's someone who's never even listened or does listen. It doesn't matter. But... But made a comment or review based on uh, ignorance, and that's why we yeah. gave us one star competition. Okay, so, so here's here's the review. So it's funny because I was just randomly on my phone the other day, and I was scrolling through the feed, and I was like, ah, you know, oh yeah, I forgot we have reviews, and I start looking at that, checking it out, see if there's anything new, <laughs> and I stumble upon this guy, JB Jayhawk, on July fifteenth. He posted, zero chance I listen again, one star, riveting talk that will put you to sleep. Talking about the minor league San Diego Padres is a complete bore fest. There's nothing interesting about the Padres or this podcast. You know what? There's nothing interesting about you, JB <laughs> Jayhawk, you piece of ass. Listen, this freaking guy, first of all, you're not clever. No. Like, his tagline in the beginning or the subject line zero chance i listen again like that's our line that's our line yeah that's the reason we named our part one of many that we named the podcast zero chance because the ambiguity involved like in our in our uh twitter description doesn't it say like zero chance you'll listen to this podcast so oh jb jayhawk so clever yeah to come up with a subject line which is ripping off our line and then to talk about how riveting it is (laughs) like we have. I. I finally saw it. Not till I didn't see it till today. So uh-huh. right before we recorded this, I did some sort of retweet. I don't. I'm not going to read it verbatim, but it was basically like twenty plus hours, probably, because uh, this is. I think we've had twenty two episodes. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I think that saying 20 plus hours of content podcasting yeah. is probably very accurate, uh-huh. but I did not do any research to back that up whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but 20 plus hours of content, I'm guessing we've spent 20 total minutes on the Padres minor league system. 20 total minutes in 20 plus hours. So here's what I think and he's this trying to get out with the review, though. I think he's trying to say that the Padres are a minor league team. I think that's what he's trying to say. Wait, what? So it's it's somebody who is a Padres hater. Talking about the minor league San Diego Padres. is Oh, so he's saying that we're talking about the Padres, therefore we are talking about a minor league team. Yes. Not saying that we're talking, we're talking about, about the Tatis. minor league Padres. Yes. Oh, well, maybe yeah. old JB did pull one over on me after all. <laughs> <laughs> JB Jayhawk. Because I did not. I thought he – because, but let's here's be the honest, thing. there's more to talk about right now in the minor league system with the Padres than there is with the big league, big league ball club. So yes, that's yes. why I took it actually to heart. Yeah. So here's the thing, though, with that review. To be – to find us, because we are a Padres-heavy podcast. We're not Padres-specific. Right. We've talked about that in the past. Yeah. However, we talk about the Padres a lot. So I feel like most of our listeners um, and are from, you know, like, find us on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. They know that we're big Padre fans. So yeah. if they know that we're big Padre fans, they're most likely big Padre fans, too. And they know the podcast is going to be about the Padres. Well, and the, Z- it out. the, the you know, ZC logo looks very padres yeah you you like saying that you like saying that what yeah. you don't think it does uh, yeah sure i mean i it is padre colors right the rightful colors i should say yeah yeah the, the brown and yellow yeah by the way okay speaking of the old padres this is not on our agenda but here we are uh they were on like a six or seven game losing losing streak i think by the way i'm <laughs> i got <laughs> I just went and got a beer. We're at Alesmith to set the scene. Um, the guys from Thunderhawk are out of town this week, so we are not recording there. We're at our second home, which seems to be more like our first home lately, <laughs> Alesmith. And I go down and get a beer, and I pay for it. I sign it, you know, leave a tip, and start walking upstairs. And I'm halfway over here, and I'm like, oh, I just left my beer on the bar. Like, I, I walked away <laughs> without my beverage. So I went back. I'm, I I only get three ninety four here. I mean, every yeah. once in a while I'll stray and get something else, and I don't like it as much. And then I'll just come back to three ninety four, uh, which I feel like Tony and Tony Junior would be happy about. Yeah, three ninety four um, is good old reliable to me. Yeah, old old reliable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the Padres had lost a bunch in a row, and then they go to the Cubs, and I just saw. I think it was ESPN put out power rankings. Pretty sure the Padres were number twenty six. Out of 30 teams in the power rankings, which I thought was <laughs> kind of may- maybe generous. Uh, and the Cubs were number four. So Cubs are number four in the power rankings, and Padres were 26. Okay. Padres took two of four. I feel like they – I was almost said always. We don't speak an absolute – zero chance yeah. I use an absolute on this podcast. Yeah. But they do a pretty good job in Chicago traditionally. Zero numbers to back that up, but that's my memory. And but they did take two of four in the number four team, which is encouraging, of course. But it got me to thinking. I don't think we've ever talked about this, or maybe we have. I was at the game at Wrigley Field when Chris Young threw at Derek Lee, and Whoa. Derek Lee charged the mound yeah. 
and Chris Young, these two guys that are both over 6'5", yeah. started throwing haymakers. Like, have you ever seen two giraffes fight? <laughs> Their necks are, like, flopping all around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, what it was. It was. And yeah. the thing was, I was, I don't know, I mean, I was five to ten rows up on the first baseline. Yeah. So, I was, I mean, I was right at a prime seat, and I am decked out in Padres Brown. Uh-huh. And... Had I been in the bleachers, I feel like I would have been in trouble yeah. if I was in all Padres Brown, but I was in the rich seats. Um, tickets were not purchased by me, by the way. Anyway, so Padres went on a little skid, but they did have a pretty good showing in Wrigley. So here's the thing. Let's, let's talk about um, the Padres are notorious over the years to, you know, kind of suck the first, like, half all the way up until like the tra- trade deadline and they're sitting pretty and with a good draft pick mm-hmm. and then they all of a and sudden then, voila let's go on a run at the <laughs> end of the season when it run. doesn't matter yeah 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 remember like it was like uh, strasburg strasburg uh they they swept the the nationals in that series mm. like at the end of the season yeah and the nationals she tried to forget that leapfrogged them and the nationals were able to get steven strasburg versus the padres uh, I mean, like they would have drafted him anyway. Hey, with that attitude. <laughs> maybe they would. Maybe um, but yeah, like, w- w- is, is that what we're seeing right now? Or are we seeing these young guys mean, finally starting to, like, develop now? Well, I mean, I, stu- I still think, well, we've, lo- we've won, I like, mean, they, two of the last yeah, Two of ten. the last eight. Yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. wait. They're two and eight out <laughs> of the on. last ten. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, two of uh, the last ten. So let's yeah. not get carried away. It's not like that. I have any research in front of me here. Yeah. 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 A little show prep. Yeah. God forbid we do any show prep. Yeah. So I'd say with the two and eight in our last ten, no, we're not seeing that. <laughs> not just yet. We're we're five hundred oh, yeah. over our last four. Yeah. So let's not get carried away. That can happen at any time. Okay. Uh, do you know what I just dealt with on the way over here? By the way, I had on the way over here. By the way, that's a lot of ways. I keep getting these phone calls from these freaking telemarketer people, and I have never in my life been like a block caller guy. Mm-hmm. Never really been much of a block on Twitter guy either. I will mute people left and right. Yeah. Because I feel bad about unfollowing them, so I'll just mute them. Yeah. But I got three phone calls on my way here to do this podcast that were either uh, home improvement or, hey, we're doing a survey and you've been chosen. Are you interested in whatever? Yeah. And I, I've i always kind of prided myself on being like, hey – Pardon me for interrupting. Um, I I apologize for interrupting your phone call, but I'm not interested. And and please take me off this list. Like I didn't, you know, like I know how hard it must be to do these soliciting phone calls. Uh-huh. And so they probably just get people to be like f you, you know, and hang up yeah. in their face. And so I just say I'm sorry, thank you. I'm not interested. Goodbye. And I will hang up, and then I'll immediately go block. But I never used to do the block line. So I'm wondering if. It is any good to even block, or is this all just filtered through some system where it comes out as 20 different numbers, and even if I block it, 19 other ones are going to get me? I feel like there's multiple multiple phone numbers. Because I've, I've had, like, I swear, the it's, it's the same phone number, but, like, the last number is always different. Like, multiple oh. phone calls from that number. So it's like... They're on a system where there's multiple phone numbers going out and spamming us all, and it's just one number different every time. So if you block one, they're going to get you with the next one. So you just have to keep blocking. Oh. Yeah, I hadn't really um, 
Yeah, that's weird. I haven't. I hadn't really thought about about that they could buy. I I will tell you, I was in I was in college, so it was I think late. Maybe maybe it was the year two thousand. I've had my my same cell phone number forever, and I thought it was the coolest thing to get a number that spelled something. Yeah. So that you could say, "Hey, call me up at you know, fill in the blank, whatever, whatever you're at Rick." Oh shoot, RJ's Fro. RJ's Fro could be a phone number. RJ's Fru. 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 Like if you you know if you you know how the on the on a keypad the numbers uh-huh. equal letters. Yeah. So I realized that on a on a keypad the zero and the one because zero's operator one is nothing. So they don't have any letters, whereas two is A, B, C, three, D, D, F, D, F whatever. Yeah. So zero is nothing, one's nothing. So if you get a phone number that has no zeros, no ones, it can spell something. Mm-hmm. And there are websites where you can go like, what does my phone number spell? So when I called up for the very to get my very first cell phone, I'm in college, it was singular wireless. Remember that? The, like an like a orange little splotch? Mm-hmm. Yep. Singular wireless. I think I had singular, and then it turned into AT and T. And now I'm Verizon. I've transferred it. Transfer, 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 transfer. transfer. I'm still with AT and T. I'm sorry to hear that. Anyway, AT and T. Do you want to be our new sponsor? Uh, So when I I asked the lady, I said, "Hey, can I can I choose my phone number?" She's like, "Oh, you have to pay a bunch of money to be able to do that." Blah blah blah. It's usually businesses. And I said, "Well, I'm not willing to do that. Can you do me a favor and just like..." give me a list of the ones that are available she's like well i'm not really supposed to and i said well don't you have just some sort of auto generated and what's available she said yeah i do i said well why don't you just read me off like the 10 numbers read me the ones that have no one and no zero yeah and so she played along she was like okay i'll do that and so she played along and i'm typing them into my computer i have to be very careful here because i do not want to get my cell phone number out to everyone who listens to this podcast but i i'll give it out later yeah thanks And so she starts typing them in, and I start putting it into this website that has, like, a what do these numbers spell on a phone, like, dial-up pad. And I found one that was amazing because not only does it give two words that are, like, quasi-applicable to making a phone call, it also is – it spells some dirty words. <laughs> so. Wow. So I so you still have that number? I still have the same. The okay, same so I'll have to try it's to figure out what years. it is, huh? Oh, you you have my cell, so you will yeah. easily be able to figure out. Yeah. If those of you who are listening who know me well enough to have my cell phone number, if you don't already know what it spells, it don't don't do it now in the pod. I'm not Rick. gonna do it now because people could figure it out. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, don't even. I don't even want you just taking attention away. Anyway, so speaking of, as you check your phone. So this weekend, this is going to come for full circle. Um, I went home. I grew up in Ventura. And I went home and I officiated the wedding. I think I told you about this on the podcast. You remember TJ. TJ came yeah. out with us when we did uh, the Rick. I'm seriously <laughs> going to take your phone away, dude. You're not listening at all. You're looking down yeah, at your phone. Yeah, yeah. You're no, trying I'm to totally spell listening. out dirty words. Totally listening. All right. Yeah. I am taking it off that screen. Stop it. Um Okay, so anyway, I officiated TJ's wedding this weekend, which was amazing. Yeah. Like, anytime you can officiate a wedding, well, okay, first of all, this is not a normal thing for people to do, I don't think, is officiate weddings. But I've officiated like three of them. Have you really? No, I haven't. 
Oh, I was like, no way. <laughs> we have something in common. No, we don't. No. Other than both being in a sports podcast. Yeah. Uh, like I did one eight years ago for a coworker. I did one for a good friend in December, which was really special. I did one like two weeks ago for a coworker who was from Ireland. And he wanted someone who knew him to do his ceremony. So I said, okay, I've done those before. I'll do it. And then one of my best friends since sixth grade, TJ, this weekend. It was amazing. Like, super, super fun, cool experience. Is that four? This was my fourth, yeah. My fourth? Yeah, and I have another one coming up in, a mo- in less than a month, uh, which is so weird. It's just, and it's not something I've ever advertised. I've never been like, oh, reach out. Like, I would not do a wedding with someone who I don't know. Yeah. Because I think that the, the power in it is that, you know... All right. Traditionally speaking, you've been to a ton of weddings. Mm-hmm. Like wedding, the ceremony sucks. Yeah. Like everyone's just like, get this crap over yep. with and get me to the reception so I can start drinking. Everyone can start dancing. Yep. Let's get loose. Let's have some Talking. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Catching up. Yeah. You're sitting in chairs or pews or wherever, listening to this garbage officiant. Yeah. And I think that people are like, hey, you know, <laughs> Brady goes oh. to church. <laughs> Let's have him officiate our wedding. Yeah. And so. Uh, so it was really cool. It was really fun because I like to, you know, tell personal stories, make a short and sweet, add a little bit of humor, but also honor the, the sacred ceremony that is a wedding like this. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's two becoming one. It's like weddings. You are, have like the like general template of like what people and do. And then I sit down with a couple just, yeah. and I'll tweak it based tweak on it. what they want to do. Yep. Like, oh, we don't want any scripture here. Yep. We want to do communion or, oh, yep. we don't want you to read you know, this passage, we want this passage or, Oh, we, you know, fill in the blank. Some, I've done secular weddings. I've done non-secular weddings. So it, it's very, it's been cool. And everyone it's, there's a personal connection. So that's why I have fun doing it. Yeah. So anyway, I had a good friend, uh, officiate my wedding. Yeah. That's all. It didn't make it so much more special for you guys. Like it really did. Cause like if you, if you just hire somebody like who does these all the time, and I would have no memory of him at all, whoever, right. him or her I can't, or whatever. I couldn't imagine, how, and I know that I, I know probably half the people listening to this podcast right now that are married probably had a stranger officiate yeah. their wedding. You know who uh, uh, Heidi actually wanted originally? Like, this isn't like, we, we like. Chris Cantori. No. The San Diego Chicken. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she wanted him. <laughs> she wanted him at first. That's how you knew that she was the woman that you wanted to marry. <laughs> like, regardless uh, of all the connection, all the love, all the whatever, yeah. when she said to you, "I would like to entertain the idea of having the chicken officiate yeah. her wedding," yeah. that is when you knew I chose the right woman. Yeah, like we, d- we definitely entertained it. And did then, you talk to Ted? Did you? Even uh, no, I didn't reach out to him. Uh, you you decided this like, was like shortly after uh, I did that. Um, uh, Padres and Pints with him too. The video with yeah, him, and yeah. so I was like, I was were in, in contact with him, yeah. and I had his, I have his phone number. I still have his phone number, and we should get him on. We should. We have to do. It has to be a video one. Like you yeah. can't. Like yeah. No offense, Ted, but nobody wants to just hear your voice. They, yeah. they want to see you but acting. His like voice an idiot. still is like very unique. You know his voice. It is still, a very yeah. unique voice, yeah. and it is actually unique that mascot uh, to be a mascot that actually speaks. Yeah. You know, hey, and he drinks beer too. Yes, I, I, dude, I, I watched the Padres and Pines yeah, episode. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Um. So I'm on the way home from officiating this wedding, and 
Uh, it's we had left the kids. My wife Brooke and I had left the kids at home for the weekend with her parents, which was amazing. And we're driving home, and all of a sudden there's all this traffic, and I'm like, oh man, because there's a million different ways to get back to San Diego from Ventura based on traffic. And so I just glanced down at the app to see like, okay, how long is it going to be read on the map? And then look up and go and five seconds later, sirens behind me. <laughs> oh, that's funny to you. Uh, okay. So I'm like, oh crap. And I pull over and I'm like, obviously I'm not speeding. We're stuck in traffic. So he walks up to over to the passenger side. We roll down the window. I got my license, registration, and he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And I'm like, no. He goes, you're checking your phone. You're, or you're texting. I go, no, no, I wasn't texting. I just glanced down at the map. Look at all this traffic. And he goes, yep, hands-free, 100% hands-free, has to be hands-free. And uh, you've got a passenger here, points to my wife. She should be checking the map, not you. And in traffic is the worst time to be looking down at your phone because that's when you're most likely to hit somebody. And I just said, okay, understood. <laughs> and then he went back and did his thing. And, and Brooke was, you know, she was kind of like, do you think he's going to just give you a warning? Because cause I was nice. I was yeah. very pleasant. And yeah. I, I was asked genuine questions. And I just said, oh, really? I thought that was texting. And I was like, no, any anything is not hands-free. And uh. So he comes back, gives me the freaking ticket. <laughs> and he said it was a non-moving violation, though. Checking your phone while in the car is a non-moving violation. And I said, well, how much is the ticket going to be? And he goes, that's a conflict of interest. And I'm like, what? Are you, what? Yeah, because I think there's probably some sort of quota that they have to meet. Or if they know they can give out tickets that net the city or the county or whatever. I'm speaking completely ignorantly. I don't, I don't really know the answer to this. I mean, they have to know how much it costs, though. And then he said, ah, it's probably around 100 bucks. Like. Yeah. He probably has to say, oh, we we're not told that information. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, but you're like not a moron, right? You, yeah. Like, come on. So anyway, I was so frustrated. And then, but then I was kind of paranoid. Like my thing is, all right, when I, when I, I mean, I don't get many tickets at all. I feel like I'm a very good driver in this scenario. This is my first one ever for like checking the phone, yeah. you know, glancing down at the map. And <clears throat> I'm, as I'm. As I'm going home, you know, it's it's a good, it's over three hours to get back to San Diego. And I had 23 text messages when I got home because I was I was so terrified yeah. to look at my phone because the, the only <laughs> was thing. Was some of them me too? Absolutely. It was you and freaking Gavin. <laughs> both of you. And, but the only thing more embarrassing than getting a, a ticket for checking your phone would be to get two tickets for checking your phone in one trip. So I did not do that. Oh. That's what I was saying is that I was terrified to look at my phone because I didn't okay. want another. Okay. So what, you know, let's say um, you're driving home from a long trip. Yeah. Let's say Ventura, Santa Barbara, where, LA, wherever. You're going and you just kind of have it on autopilot. You're going about 80 the whole way. You're going with the flow of traffic. Nobody seems to mind. 80 is safe, whatever. At least in subjectively in your mind, even though the speed limit is what, 65? 65. Mm-hmm. So you're going 80, you're cruising along, but like anytime for me when I when I pass the 805 five split, and I'm on the five because I you know I had to I'm going to PB. Yeah. Once I get to that point, I slow it down and I'll go like just in between 65 and 70, because my thought is if I've rocked it for 80, 
or 85 maybe theoretically yeah the whole way home and then all and i finally made it to san diego if i end up getting a ticket in that final stretch between like la jolla and pb i would go postal so i always slow it down because i'm like the last thing i'm gonna do is get a speeding ticket in between this short little range see i feel like i do the opposite like i i do you know i more like flow of the traffic uh, on the uh, most of the trip but then once i get to san diego i pick it up because i know these roads i know spots where cops like frequent a lot right um i want to get home as quick as possible because it's like the end is in sight so i speed it up that's interesting yeah because i'm like i feel like it like i've been playing with fire the entire trip yeah and if i continue to play with fire i'm gonna get burned yeah and so i just leave it that's interesting. You're the complete opposite. Uh, yeah. Hey, so, okay, Rick, do you want to get into Padres? They they dumped Dyson Ross. And Is this a part of the podcast? You tell me. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I mean, just because it's recording doesn't mean it's going to go in there. Okay. Hey. All right. So, do you want to get into any uh, Padres trade deadline talk? Yeah. Let's let's just touch, touch on it a bit. Sure. Yeah. We talked about how they're... Uh, Two and eight in their last ten. So let's talk about the trade deadline. Sure. Um, I don't know who Jordan Lyles is. Uh, let's put it that. And then it's the guy that almost threw a no hitter for the Padres. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, big one time. of three hundred and seventy-two people now <laughs> who's gone at least eight innings of no hit ball <laughs> for the Padres. So that's cool. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I was pretty surprised. Were you surprised by the Tyson Ross? Uh, no. Um, I I, feel I mean, he had uh, dude. He had a heck of a run in for a little span in the season. Yeah, he also had an almost near no hitter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it went eight, but yes. Yeah, and there was a time where people thought he was maybe some pretty decent uh, trade value. Yeah, and then he had a couple of back. To back 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 bad outings. Yeah, and like the past like two months have been pretty, pretty rough for Tyson Ross. So I would say that his trade value has plummeted. Probably couldn't get anything out of this. Has or definitely did. Definitely did plummet. Yeah. Yeah. You don't release a guy if you can get anything for him. You know, AJ Preller. He's a smart guy. He's not going to. when he had to free up space for the forty-man roster, yes. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that I don't want to get into. Another episode of this is why you're not as smart as our GM. Yeah, maybe that should be a new podcast uh, segment. Uh, yeah, that we, we do. were supposed to have segments. I know, and yeah. I, I failed. Yeah. Gosh, we suck. Segments, dude. guests, like, what is our deal? Like, I, okay, I've actually thought about this a lot. We've got a lot of people listening to this podcast. I know that we do, and, and I, I shout out to our, you guys. We got to get our shit together. We, we do. Yeah. How dare you? I know. I threw <laughs> you that. just dropped I, it. It got serious. How it dare got you? Serious. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I will confess to this. There are two things that I have been poor at. Uh, three things. A lot of things. One, we've been talking about doing segments because I think that helps with flow of podcast and planning helps. So yeah. we've heard. Uh, although I do think we do a pretty good job of planning out what we want to talk about, I think segments are kind of a fun thing for people to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, two. I feel like segments are 
easy too. They're easy and they yeah. their structure and yeah, they take yeah. a little bit of thought ahead of time, but we can also do a pretty good job of thinking on the fly. Yeah. So like we don't come into our podcast going, Oh man, we got an what hour to kill. What are we going to talk about? Yeah. If anything, we go back the next week yeah. or the right after we f- hit stop on record and we're like, dude, we forgot to talk about this and this and this and this yeah. and this. We forgot all these things. Yeah. So that's the first thing that I think of it, you know, no segments that's, uh-huh. and that's not great. And then, uh, wait, did I already say two, two things? I don't remember. It said segments, no segments. Okay. Segments, no segments. And then, you know, getting guests. Yeah. We have been very bad at. We have. I mean, we started strong. We started with Randy Jones, uh-huh. uh, Lana. Uh-huh. Lana rhymes with banana. Yep. Um, and and share headphones. It was up here, too. Yeah, it was. Smith, yeah. And we, you know, we've had Darren Smith on a couple times, Jordan Caruth, Stephen Woods. Woods. Uh, and now I feel like now that we started naming we guests, Tabitha. we're going to forget someone. We've had Tabitha on. Tabitha subbed in for me as well. Yeah. Um, but we, between you and I... We do have a lot of friends in the <laughs> sports industry, uh-huh. in the music industry, uh-huh. uh, and quite frankly, media, even in, even the media, uh, movies, movies, like, you know, Kellen Lutz, basically my best friend. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, and and so we have all these people. But I what I here's what I realized is that like, OK, so before when the podcast, full disclosure, you know, you had to show up a little bit late today. Yeah. Um. And so I was grabbing us drinks, and right as I finished grabbing us drinks, uh, I got a phone call from my friend, Dr. David Chow, former Chargers team doctor, currently on Twitter at, at ProFootballDoc. Uh, our families are friends, have become, become friends over the years. Uh, our wives know each other. Our children play sports together. So we And we run in a couple of the same circles. I think I was first introduced to him from Mike Goff. I went and did the Taste of the Cove charity event we talked about, mm-hmm. uh, which is an amazing charity. Uh, and that was the time where I told a story about having to follow up after Dick Enberg did yeah. a Masters you know, uh, giveaway charity weekend with the Masters. I had to come up and try to sell a pancake, breakfast, whatever. Ridiculous. But... So anyway, he called me and I'm like, geez, I just really, I haven't asked him to be a guest. Like, here's what he's going through right now. He's got this massive Twitter following. I don't even pull up how many Twitter followers he has. I have no idea. It's a ton. Like his growth has been astronomical. And now that gambling is legal in football, he's going to like f- between fantasy and between real life gambling, the amount of inquiries that he gets based on videos that he's seen it's at pro football doc. He now is getting bombarded. Um, so he's got 85,000 followers. So, or 84.9 to be accurate. I rounded up. Yeah, so that's safe to round up on, yeah. on that. Yeah. So 85K followers, and these guys all want to know, you know, like, tell me who's hurt, how long are they going to be out, how, what percentage health is he going to be at. All from him, you know, he's like, listen, I, you know, full disclosure, these are not my patients. Therefore, that's the only reason he can actually speak about them is because they're not his actual patients. And then he also has to just use sometimes a very crappy video footage. He does it for baseball, too, actually, even though it's called Pro Football to- uh, Doc. So he's getting all these um, gambling sites reaching out and saying, like, that they want to record podcasts with him so that he can start letting people know how they should be betting based on injuries, which is kind of a wild concept, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of stuff there that we can be talking about. Um, but anyway, that's just one tiny example of, you know, 
I didn't even know that he was obviously going to call me right as we were about to start recording and end up being a 10 minute conversation. But that, that could be a, a, a really good guest. And we have, I mean, I don't know, we have a ton of people and friends in the industry, but I have a theory about why we have not been actually having the guests on. But before I share that, would you like to share, why do you think that we have not actually had more guests than we do? Because I know both you and I view this as something that's just fun. It's just for fun. We're, we don't take it too seriously. Um, and I feel like we don't want to, we don't want to like, I don't know. I always feel like I don't want to like burden somebody for asking, like asking for something. This is why you and I get along so well, Rick. Okay. Yeah. So there are podcasts out there that this is their livelihood. Yeah. So they seek out guests with a certain desperation, knowing that their livelihood depends on who they have on and that their listeners are only going to grow based on getting to new audiences by people putting it out or retweeting it or whatever and, and figuring out, oh, the, oh I, my, the person who I like went on this podcast I never heard of. Let's check that out. Then there are people who it's not their livelihood yet, but they want it to be. Yeah. So they put all their eggs in the podcast basket. It could lead to a job in radio, like being right. on air. Maybe yeah. I can get into or back into radio. That And that is not an aspiration for you or me. No. Yeah. We have no desire to do that. So this idea of seeking people out and hounding them. I mean, we've had people say, hey, we'll come on. And then, but because we don't hound them every week, yeah. and be like, what about now? What about now? What about now? What about yeah. now? And we don't have the flexibility. Yeah. So, like, you know, we record at a certain time during the week, mm -hmm. and our we have real jobs, so we can't be doing it anytime during the day. Yeah. And that makes it hard to like. Okay, it's it's kind of hard to get a Padres player on when you're trying to like record a podcast during BP. Yeah. You know. So, and then it's like, oh, we'll call in. And I'm like, I, I don't want to call in. I don't yeah. like doing the call in thing yeah. because I want to have them here with us. I want to share a beer. I want to like, yeah. let's do face to face. I don't want to share headphones at. with Rick. <laughs> yeah. I most certainly don't want to <laughs> stick my ear up to your ear and rub beard faces with you. So, I, you know, there's this idea. You, you hit it perfectly. Like, we don't want to burden people. So we don't want to, and we don't want to heckle people. Yeah. And because our livelihood is not attached to it. Yeah. You know, like we don't get a bunch of money from advertisers whereas i think we could yeah. like if we pushed it we could get advertising money and quite frankly if you're listening right now and you want us to advertise for you hit us up maybe we will because there is a cost associated with with you know hosting uh -huh. and and just time in general equipment you know there's a lot of stuff that goes in behind the scenes that necessarily people don't always know All about the beers too a lot of beers yeah you don't ever pay for those, do you? <laughs> hey, that was part of the agreement, right? Yeah. Brady buys all the beer. Let me tell you, I got yeah. the short end of that stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll cover the, the yeah. one-time fee for uh, peanuts, yeah. and you get the beers every time yeah. we hang out. Yeah. It was your um, idea. So I was like, I hey, know, I'm like. Because I'm a generous man. <laughs> so I think that that is the reason that we have not, um, you know, just been like back to back. To guess, yeah. guess, 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 guess. And it's like, you know, when we asked Darren back for the second time, it's because we love hanging out with Darren. Like yeah. we have a good time and we're buddies. And I think that he offers an insight into this market and industry that people love and people respect. Yeah. And so like, I honestly, I'd be like, why don't we just make Darren the third, third guy, like have him on every week. Come on, yeah. buddy. But you know, I, I think that's the reason. So I think we're on the same page there. Yeah. Cause I feel like all, all the guests that we've had so far, 
we're all we're pretty close to all those people. Like both you and I were close to pretty much all of them. Right. So it's easy just to like just text them and be like, "Hey, you like want to be on the podcast?" They're like, "Sure, hey, let's do this." Watch out for the gum, sweetheart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's not that we have to like badger them, and be like. Hey, you know, uh, I know you said last week you wanted to do a podcast with us. So uh, you want to do a podcast this week? It's just, hey, you want to be on our podcast? We're shooting, we're recording on Tuesday, right. and they're like, okay, I'm there. Yeah, sure, I'll be there. Yeah. Um. So I just dropped my uh, stupid sweetheart line. Sweetheart. And I, it made me think about. So every, I mean, the, do you? I don't even. I I don't know how long it's been since that Jordan Baker, um, gum throwing incident has been. I really have. I, I I could I don't know. Do you want to venture a guess? I'll look it up right now. Oh wow! What um, year? What year is the gum throwing up? I'm going to say. We this year is 2018. 2018. <laughs> okay, 2018. So I'm going to say 2015. 2013. 2013. Yes, dude. Holy crap! I know. This is how long we've been doing this stuff, dude. We've been doing this for um. Ever. Gosh, I, you know, I just Googled Jordan Baker gum and, you know, my videos show up first. But the first <laughs> the first uh, link is weirdo rookie umpire fills left field with his chewed gum on Deadspin. <laughs> Deadspin and then Yahoo, Los Angeles Times, umpire Jordan Baker gaining notice for gum throwing habit. I don't even remember the L.A. Times covering this. This is very weird. The Toronto Sun, Padre fan versus umpire, CBS Sports. God, that's funny. You're a Padres fan. That's, that's me. That's, you. that's me. So anyway, this week, every once in a while, randomly, I'll get some YouTube notification. Yeah. Because I have like you know a couple of pancake videos up, and then this one, <laughs> and some guy wrote a com like commenters out of you know because our umpire throws gum onto outfield in every half inning, you know, all capital yeah. letters, and he's like, what an overreaction. Players spit seeds gum on the field. It's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, gee, that's shocker that somebody would think that. Do you I get would've... any comments going like, you're a Padre fan, yet you have a Boston accent? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't because I only had the accent for that one line. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Uh, I don't know what made me think of this, maybe the tweet or the comment or whatever, but how funny was it when Hacksaw gave a shout out to AJ Casabell and he said, AJ Casablanca. That was that was pure genius. Oh See, that's one of those things where I'm, I'm sitting there just like slob shots. Yeah, slob shots cracked me up. AJ Casablanca that cracked me up. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you go, "There's no way." He, like, is he being like? It, did he like do this so intentionally? This was funny. Did like funny I think or? slob shots was definitely intentional, but I think Casablanca. Well, that was an autocorrect. Like yeah. there's no way that Axel. I mean, because he's not. He's not trying to be like us. He's not like, you know, trying to be a yeah. buffoon. He he's just is. He's, he's trying to report the news is what he's trying to do. Yeah. yeah. So is is <laughs> this yeah. is really funny. AJ we got reports from AJ Casavell <laughs> and then autocorrects to Casablanca. Yeah. yeah. He just clicks in. And I did one of my terrible. Although on this MS paint job, I actually got a picture of AJ's face and had it be black and white. Wow. Because wow, I feel like it's time. either like you try to kind of pretend to make it quasi like, yeah, it's not good, but it, it looks funnier because yeah. it's or you do like the full block, you know, white face border around and make yeah. it look like the most obvious bad MS paint job in the history of time. Um, OK, so speaking of tweets, there's two two more two more tweets I want to get to. OK, 
so the first one is uh, Phil Hughes. Uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil, obviously relief pitcher extraordinaire for yeah. for the pods. Uh, so I'm at the game uh, last week, and you know how they have like game used sections. I don't think that fans take enough, and maybe people aren't memorabilia dorks like us. Oh man, we haven't even got into your memorabilia madness. Jeez, um, my madness. What? what well, you're you're doing a purge. Doing a purge. Yeah, yeah. your memorabilia purge yeah. madness. Yeah. So we'll get into that. Uh, but a lot of people are not memorabilia guys like us, so they don't maybe pay attention to this kind of stuff. But when I, I like going to that kind of game use section and there's a lot of hats like Eric Hosmer used hat. Oh, there, man, I should have taken pictures. There was like a used jersey and a used hat for Hosmer and Will Myers, like hat and jersey for both. And it was like there was like a $50 difference of Hosmer higher than, <laughs> than Will Myers on both of them. And I don't know why I found that so funny, but it's like it's such like kind of like a low key shade throw. Yeah. You know, like just like sorry, well, like we yeah. got a new face of the franchise, even though he's not hitting very well. Um, but when I went to the hats, there were the Father's Day hats, so like the light blue brim, which I actually think are kind of cool hats. All about bringing back the brown, of course. But as far as you know, Father's Day hats go, like I thought it was off. yeah, I thought it was a cool little one off. Mm-hmm. So it was like game used Phil Hughes hat. These are like new era fitted caps, and it was fifty bucks. I'm like, man, a new era fitted cap is like. 40 bucks. Yeah. Right? If you buy it at the store. So you're paying $10 more for it to have been worn by a player. Like, I thought that was actually pretty cool. And coaches, too. I think they had a couple other coaches yeah. there. Do and you get, like a, like, a little, like, certificate or something, like, with that? or I don't. I, there is a little MLB sticker on there. Okay. It doesn't. I mean, honestly. I mean, like, do you wear it? Like, would you wear it? Or do you just buy it and just put it on your shelf? Like, if I'm paying $10 more only, yeah. I'm, I'm buying whichever player fits my head. And yeah. then I can say, oh, this is a game used hat. This was used in a Ponderous game. Like, yeah. But then there's the argument of, like, if it's $100 more and it's Hosmer, yeah. then you put that on the shelf and you're like, oh, yeah, Eric Hosmer wore that game in Father's Day in 2018. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's my way I look at it. Yeah. There's some scale there that I don't know how to, you know, really tell over the podcast. Anyway, right next to Phil Hughes, it says Clubhouse Extra. Game used, <laughs> fifty bucks. So it's, the, it's the same exact price as the Phil Hughes hat is the is the is the clubhouse extra hat. And so I I sent out a tweet to Phil and I'm like, hey man, I thought long and hard about this and uh, this clubhouse extra kid sounds special or something like. I don't remember the exact wording. And he thought it was funny because he retweeted it or he thought yeah. I was making fun of him. I don't really know. I don't really care which way it was, but I did think it was kind of funny that. He was able to like, you know, you're at least able to laugh at yourself because you're, you know, no more valuable than a clubhouse extra. Clubhouse extra. <laughs> yeah, a, no, I think I think Phil Hughes has a pretty good sense of humor. Like, based on oh, all, all like the tweets that I've seen from him, seems like he's got a pretty good sense of humor. Uh, he probably absolutely probably the saw the humor in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would hope so, and which is why I crafted it the way that I did. Yeah. So speaking of uh, last one on the tweets, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? We could go fifty deep. I know our entire episode last time we recorded was devoted to Don't Be Boltman. Yeah. This guy is pissing me off more and more. Like, I just saw actually today that Billy Ray Smith did an entire podcast with Boltman. With Boltman, huh? Yes. Wow. Like, for, it's a weird dynamic, right? Like, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't want to dance around this, but, you know, like, Scott and BR show is not what it once was. Yeah. BR only is there on Fridays or special events. Yeah. 
And it's a, you know, like it's no mystery that Scott has talked about on air, like that BR's, you know, memory and, and his, you know, some things from his football days are probably catching up with him a little bit. But yet he has his own personal podcast. Mm -hmm. Like he has a personal tweeter. He's like an assistant that tweets for him. Like the tweets that he sends are not his tweets. Yeah. But I haven't really listened to this podcast yet, so I can't speak to the content of the podcast. But I did see that he did a podcast with Boltman, and that just infuriated me. Especially since Scott... Scott went to war with Boltman. Went to war. He's picking yeah. a fight with him. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and quite frankly, and we've talked to Scott. Scott is happy to come on the podcast, by the way, speaking of guests. Uh -huh. We did talk about games. I think Spots so Jeez. Spots solo Scott's solo podcast is actually really good. Um, I've been impressed with the content. I haven't listened to all the episodes, which I'm sure nobody listening to this right now has listened to all of our episodes. Uh, but I think Scott does a good job. So it's weird to me that like he has a solo, Billy has a solo, but then they don't even do a you know a show together. Um, anyway, so he had Boltman on. Scott started this thing where he said, "All right, Boltman, you weren't willing to split seventy-one grand with Rady's Children's Hospital and give them a huge donation." I will raise $100,000 for Radies Children's Hospital if you give me the Boltman suit. Yeah. Which, okay, great, Scott. I mean, like, that is uh, PR 101 for Scott. You know, makes himself look good. I'm willing to raise all this money for Radies if I can get this suit. He knows that this idiot Dan Jabba Wabba Wibba Wo, I don't know what his name is. I don't yeah. even know if it's Dan. It could be Brian. I think, I think it's Dan. I did this I last I podcast, yeah. too. I said yeah. I kept saying Dan, but I never really knew if that was correct. I still don't. So let's call him Dan. Dan J. It's, like, it's a J. Dan something. J. Yeah. So Dan J is not willing to uh, pocket 30-something thousand dollars for himself if he was actually going to donate the other 30-something thousand. But he's going to just give it for free to Scott. So then somebody calls him out on Twitter and says... Uh, you know, you should have just given the money, blah, blah, blah. Somebody responded, no, no, no. And he said, it's nice to hear from fans that have an understanding of the business respect to the monetary value and IP rights intellectual property. Also, a clear understanding of how eBay works. It, it didn't meet the reserve, and you can't just change the reserve in the middle of an eBay auction. So are you, don't post that right now. <laughs> Please don't post that right now. So, Rick's, I'm getting an internal battle with Rick right now. So, so what he's saying here is it didn't meet the reserve, and you can't just change the reserve in the middle of an auction, which is suggesting, of course, that if you could change the reserve, he would have changed it and taken the 71 grand. Is that how you hear that? Yeah. If he's saying, oh, everybody knows you can't just change a reserve. So, if you're suggesting that, then you're saying you would have taken the 71 grand if you could have changed the reserve. So then this guy, Go LA Bolts, so I'm with a Z, so I'm sure he's got a ton of brain cells. Why not do another auction with no reserve and see what happens? If you already got up to 70K, you should be able to do it again and then promote it and get it up even higher. To which Boltman responds, I considered doing this. However, my attorney has advised me as to the high risk it was getting into the wrong hands with no control over the buyer and the rumors of someone bidding to win and making a Boltman porn with Stormy Daniels or a Raiderette cheerleader is just too risky. Not worth it. I want to strangle this costume and I want to burn it to the ground. 
Yeah. It is this guy is a complete moronic idiot. Like you think that because there's a reserve, you now all of a sudden have control over who the buyer is. You're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. He doesn't understand the EB work. eBay works. He doesn't know how finances work. He doesn't know how lying and deceiving people works. Like, there's no way these were real bids that he got. Yeah, like that's what we we. Discussed, I know we remember? talked about like this. We so talk, like yeah. his whole thing is like, oh, tell a little white lie yeah. and then keep digging the hole. Yeah, digging the hole. You, digging the you hole. You put a reserve on that thing. You tell all your friends, hey, this is the reserve. I'll even show you what the reserve is. Bid up to that that price, right. and then and you don't have gonna to buy it. It's going to look great, and hopefully Spanos comes in, yeah. or, or Eric Weddle, who I reached out on personally yeah. to on Twitter to yeah. try to get him to buy it, because, oh, wouldn't it be funny to shove it in Dean's face? Dude, this guy makes me so angry. I don't know why we're even talking. Now, now I get I get so yeah. worked up talking about him. Yeah, you do. It, it, it like infuriates me that yeah. anybody could read this garbage that he is putting out there and think that it's like a logical train of thought Good or old. not completely lying and deceptive. Dan J, man. Dan, Dan J, you can mm, I get very angry. Yeah. Very, very angry. Okay. Very angry. I said that was the last tweet. Let's get the one tweet. that's a little funnier. Okay. This guy, Eric Alper, I don't know who he is. No clue. But it, you know how when like people say random things on Twitter and sometimes they just catch fire and everybody starts responding to them, quote tweets or whatever? Yeah. Um, so he sent out a tweet that said, uh, what are you really, really bad at? Like hilariously bad. And so I responded, and I said, one, scheduling guests for a Zero Chance pod, uh-huh. which is we've already been over that. Yep. Two, letting RJ Stroh talk. Uh-huh. Yep. That's you. I don't <laughs> let you talk. Uh, three, hitting a driver straight. Is that a problem for you? Uh, I don't golf at all. Okay. So, yes, it is a problem for yeah. you. Four, solving the Rubik's Cube. Rubik's spelled with an X. Yeah. Um, and five, spelling Rubik's with a K apostrophe S correctly. Yeah. I honestly made that mistake, by the way. That's why it was, in my head at least, funny, because I didn't know how to spell Rubik's correctly. And then six, opening a cereal box without ripping it. Do you do that well? Uh, yeah. No, I'm good at that, actually. Really? Yeah. You some kind of superhero? So here's the thing. Like, I'm a cereal aficionado. Okay. Uh, have cereal for dinner. <laughs> do you sometimes? remember one time I tried to say a fi- like something like aficionado, and I said I'm a cereal whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that. It wasn't. It wasn't cereal. Yeah, it was it like cereal, whatever the yeah. fill in the blank is. Oh like, yes. I, I refer to myself as some yes. sort of whore, and I was like, yeah. wait. I, yeah. uh, and I think aficionado lined up much better with what the word I was looking for was. Yeah. When I said whore. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Breakfast for dinner. Yeah. We do that all the time with our yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. I still do it. Yeah. Still do but it. But you don't rip the box. Nope. Don't rip the box. I'm very okay. careful. And then number seven, I wrote brevity. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I mean, to me, I feel like there were layers. You know, this is this is terrible podcasting. Me explaining why I think my tweets are funny. Um, you know, everybody else responded like with one thing. And then for me, I, like, I wrote a list of seven. seven and yeah. that's why I was like, oh, brevity. Like, that's, yeah. that's funny because this tweet is very long. Yeah. But <laughs> based on the amount of retweets it likes... Wasn't funny at all. <laughs> Isn't that good? It was, in fact, don't the you, un- antithesis of funny. Don't you hate when that happens? Like, you, like, sit there, you're like... Dude, I will send out garbage tweets. Garbage. Garbage. Garbage tweets. And 100 likes. Yeah. Couple hundred retweets. Yeah, you're like, why? And I'm like, why would you... This is... I shouldn't have even... I, I'm uh-huh. mad at myself that I hit send. And then I hit something that I think is, like, brilliant. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, this yeah. is going to take off. You're like, you keep checking in yeah. to, like, see what it's at. You're oh, like... Oh, man, how many retweets yeah. now? Oh, Three. Oh. No, nothing. Maybe they haven't seen it yet. Maybe it's not showing up on people's feeds. Right. Uh, like, something's up. Like, it's ooh, a- ooh, ooh, ooh. Speaking, you just reminded me. One more tweet. One more tweet. Okay. 
So the tweet I sent out about um, Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a picture of Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs from, I don't know, what, 85, uh-huh. 86. And he's wearing his, it's Mims, Mims band. Those wristbands that had their faces on uh-huh. it. They're like, Little, like, like say no to drugs yeah. or maybe scripture verses, depending on who the player was, whatever. So yeah. very poorly, poorly, poorly Character, caricature yeah. depiction, uh-huh. you know, like a, you like a, a like you were saying how nose. yeah how you don't like your your the way your pancakes look like yeah. or when it comes yeah. to like real if, people right that's like what like it is basically on wristbands uh huh yeah it's terrible 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 yeah so uh, but hilariously terrible right yes so and this is a, a funny thing so I say all the time the word epitome uh huh. Like, it's, oh, that's the epitome. So I said something about, like, this is the epitome of baseball fashion. Yeah. Like those wristbands. But when I write that word, my brain, every time I see it, I see epitome. Epitome. <laughs> epitome. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Yeah. So whenever I read, I'm like, epitome? What the hell does that mean? Yeah. Oh, epitome. epitome. And I have to really, like, it's not, I don't know if that's some sort of, like, left brain, right brain discourse. Yeah. But whenever I see the letters strung together for epitome, my absolutely 100% my first inclination in my brain is, oh, the epitome? What is epitome? And then I have to think, oh, epitome. Yeah. So anyway, epitome of baseball fashion, to which you, to the surprise of no one <laughs> in the history of the world, <laughs> says, oh, I have one of those wristbands. Uh-huh, one yeah. of those car- color, because there are multiple variations yeah, yeah, I have of one, Tony Gwynn's one of face them, yeah. on the wristband, which then led you to talk about you are doing, like, okay, so we've talked about this before. Like, I collect... Old vintage baseball cards. Yeah. Always have. Yeah. I also have random, you know, I have like a 2006 banner that uh, of the Padres that flew over Wrigley Field, uh-huh. uh, which is, you know, huge. It's like six feet long or something. I have other pennants and stuff. Uh, I have a bobblehead or two to my name. You have a billion. Like, to bobbleheads to you are vintage baseball cards to me. I collect old Mickey Mantle cards. Yeah. Um, and so those are obviously difficult to come by unless you have just money flowing out of your ears. So we both have a memorabilia thing. We uh-huh. both have little quirky things that we find and see and that we love. But for a while, you went on a kick. Yeah. And your kick was, if it is Padres related, a giveaway. Uh, I mean, you tell me. You yeah. had you if you had, if you had never seen it or you didn't have it, you had to buy it. Yes, yes, yeah. Giveaways. I, I tried to like collect every single giveaway. Like even if it was every like every garbage towel yeah. or cloth. All those or, like like triple XL like shirts that they gave away back in the day. That there was no chance that z- zero chance that I would ever fit into that. Eric Owens. Yeah, yeah. The Eric Owens dirty shirt. That's I actually. I do have that. Yeah, I have. I have it too. It's, it's that in, one. I don't want to give away. It's I in like the purge. That. It's in the it's purge. In the purge. Yeah. I even have that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's too bad. You shouldn't purge that. So um, yeah, there was a time there where I would go to a lot of yard sales and. Uh, Anytime I would see Padre stuff that I didn't have, I would scoop it up. Anytime I would be on like Craigslist, like looking for like people who were like selling like big old lots of Padre stuff, just if if there's something in there that I needed, I would just buy up the whole lot basically. So I have tons and tons and tons of Padre stuff okay. in my garage. So I know that this is hard for you to part with some of this stuff, but it sounds like 
right now you're at a place where you're like, no, I need to get rid of stuff, and you're okay with it, or are you, is your hand being forced by Heidi? No, no, I don't. She's not forcing my hand, and I don't need to either. Um, it's got a spot in my garage for it, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's been in their totes for the past like three years, and I have no need for them. Right. Like. Well, I have a little uh, Trevor Hoffman clock hanging on yeah. my wall in my garage. I've got that. Along with a bunch of vintage banners and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm So I'm keeping all all my pennants. I'm keeping, because uh, I, have, I have a ton of Padre pennants. Yeah. Um, I'm keeping all my bobbleheads, of course. Oh, uh, of all course. All 170 Do you of have doubles? them now. No, that's all. That's, that's No singles. doubles. That's all singles. Wow. Yeah. Did you get this most recent one with Trevor driving around the car with his two-tone hair? Haven't got that yet. I have it. You have it? I do. Oh. Well, well, well. You've got one. And uh, shout out, future yeah. podcast guest, uh, Mike Goff, former Chargers O-lineman. Mike and our buddies. I was over at his house with his him, his wife, Jess, their daughter, Harper, my daughter, Atlee, and Harper, are buddies. So we're swimming, hanging out. They were going to the Padre game that night. Yeah. And the three of them went in. That means they got three Trevor Hoffman bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. And Harper had so much fun playing with my kids during the day that on their way home, Mike texted me and was like, hey, man, can we swing by on our way home? And Harper wants to give Beckett and Atlee the Trevor Hoffman bobblehead that we uh-huh. got. So that's why I have it. Isn't that so cool, though? That's like, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, it's cooler that I have it and you don't because yeah, it's a bobblehead. Throwing it in and my face. Mark there. your calendars, everyone. I've got yeah. a bobblehead that Rick doesn't have. Oh, I'll have it soon. I know you will. Soon. Uh yeah, there's so there's like certain things. So I'm what gonna, are you gonna do with all this crap? I'm gonna keep like all my like old like brown stuff. So I have like these old posters and these old do rain you have jackets. The Tony Gwynn one that is uh, the height one, the height chart. Yeah, I want that one. No, you're not getting that one. I mean, I'm I want keeping that. I, yeah, I look online for that one every once. Did in a you while. see that that video that I uh, reposted the other day? Well, no, I don't. know. This Which was. One? Maybe a week or two ago, I, I, I posted on muted. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm one. Of, I'm like those uh, telemarketers. Oh, this guy mute. Block color. I have um, your cell phone blocked. So it showed up on my uh, Facebook memories feed. Um, uh, remember when uh, Fox Sports used to like get like tweets from you know Padres Twitter, and they would show it up on the screen. Yes. And they would have like theme nights too, and. Uh, Tony Gwynn, that's when Tony Gwynn was still in the broadcast booth. Yeah. And I posted a With picture. With and dick. Yeah, I posted a picture of the uh, the growth chart. And remember when it was like uh, Jose Altuve? You're this many Altuves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for like yeah. the height and stuff? I said, I don't need to know how many Altuves I am because I have this Tony Gwynn growth chart. Oh. And I tweeted that out. And they showed it on the screen, and Tony Gwynn, like he was doing his Tony Gwynn laugh and t- at it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, he's all." It's funny that like you know they were kids like back when these were like given out, and now they're all like full on adults now, and like he went on this so big he's old talking, spiel. He's so wait, did you about ha- you posted a video of him talking about? Yeah, it? so like I oh I want to see that. Yeah, I, I took video of it with my phone, like of my TV. And I almost got sued by Fox Sports for doing that once. Yeah, well, well there wasn't game action going on. It was okay. all like broadcast stuff. So. Oh, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's broadcast or game. You'll cool, they'll get sued. Cool. Yeah, guess, I know from experience. Guess I'm gonna get sued. Then. I know from hey, experience. You know what? Speaking of getting sued. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, so so you don't know this story. I don't know the story. So yeah. Keith Law is this little twit baseball <laughs> writer who just loves to 
take a dump on Trevor Hoffman's career and say he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame on Trevor's special day, just yeah. felt the need to just, you know, rub, you know, salt in the wound and talk about how Trevor doesn't belong to be there and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Twitter, Twitter, Padres Twitter loses their mind, of course. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm okay with them losing their mind. And so I put out a tweet that was like, it was a picture of Keith Law. And I, I, I don't know, at some point he had, he looks he's dressed up as harry potter yeah yeah he's these terrible stupid little glasses on <laughs> and he looks like he's 12 yeah and then i'd hit the upgrade button you know and then it was trevor holding his hall of fame plaque yeah and i i think i had like hell's bells and then the greater than symbol and then like the lightning bolt which you know i used to use for chargers but in this scenario i'm using for harry potter speaking of i had a coworker who was like hey have you been putting like uh, like Aquaphor or Vaseline <laughs> on your scar on your head? Yeah. And I was like, uh, I mean, not really. I feel like it's kind of healed up. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. She's um, like, do you ever get like really bad headaches when the word Voldemort is uttered? <laughs> <laughs> he who must not be named. <laughs> and so I go, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like already in, you know, you have like forehead wrinkles when you lift your eyebrows. Yeah. I'm like it's kind of already in a forehead wrinkle like it, you know, like. I don't know. Like, I don't really feel like it changes really the way that I look too much. She goes, you look like Harry Potter. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, how dare you? Like, a, like a, a giant bolt in the middle of my forehead? Like, that's... Yeah. Anyway, my daughter's teeth. So Keith Law I tweeted this out, and it got a little bit of traction. Not yeah. as much as it should have gotten, because I don't think people knew who Keith Law was. They don't know what he looks like. They know yeah. he's some twit writer who likes to make fun of Trevor Hoffman. Yeah. But they didn't know what he looked like. So I, I feel like it didn't translate to Twitter very well. Yeah, so and to which you responded to me. Yeah, direct. Yes, yeah. like, hey, you know about the Keith, my Keith Law story. And yeah. I'm like, no. And you're like, oh, he threatened to sue me. Yeah. To which I responded, what? <laughs> I've never heard this story. And now, right here on the pod, I yeah. still have never heard this story. I just thought it was so funny because, like, all these people were like, you know, Gavin included. That, did I have something? No, or is no that I was, you scratching? I was okay. Uh, I thought I had that was my mustache. Yeah, I, I was itching. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had like a boogie or something. No, like, no, like, that what? was me actually itching. Not okay. being like Rick. So I thought it was funny, like you know, Gavin was one of them with the people like saying, "Oh, Keith Law blocked me." And it was like a rite of passage. Oh, that's stuff. right. And Gavin, and I'm ended like, up so the, a T-shirt out yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, talk to me like when he threatens to sue you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Good. He blocked yeah, you. Blocked. Where's your cease and desist letter? Yeah, cool. Um. But, uh, you know, so, like, I want to start, like, first off saying that it's one thing to um, if if Keith Law thinks that Trevor doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame, he has that right. He has that right to think that. Yeah. But when he's doing it, there's a little bit of malicious intent. Yes. During the ceremony, during, like, Trevor's speech. He's trolling and he's at that point. he's taking a fantastic article that Dan Hayes wrote. Um, about like Trevor and it's all sentimental and everything. Yeah. And he threw that in his like tweet, he, like yeah. quote tweeted yeah, it. He sucks. And it's like that was like taking it to a new level. You're like, yeah, you're just you're just being a dick right now. That's yep. all you're doing. Yep. And so it's it's one thing to That's have your two opinion. That's far shooter. <laughs> you're being a D right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So like it's one thing to have your opinion, but it's also a thing where you know he was doing it maliciously for sure. Um, no doubt about so it. So then, like, all of a sudden, Padres Twitter started firing Which off I stuff was, with I him. was all about it. Yeah, yeah, it was I'll, cool. I'll I, soak it up. Yeah. And um, then, you know, which led to me telling you this. Yes. So this goes back 
many, many, many. Peter years. Gammons, lob shots. Um, it might have been before that. Three might have been okay. before that. All right. So, um, I remember Keith Law. He wrote an article, and he it was like about like top first baseman like in the National League, and he like totally left Adrian Gonzalez out because that's when Adrian Gonzalez was here. He was at his as peak yeah, here. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I remember like sitting there like commenting and I was I was like, and by the way, he's probably going to threaten to sue me for even talking about. Oh, this I'm too. sure. Yeah. I'm sure that he listens to the podcast. Dude, yeah. So here's the thing with Keith this Law, big zero chance fan. He he searches himself. He searches his name. Oh, he searches his name. That's that's what eventually led to. Yeah. So he um, he did that article. And I said, well, what about Adrian Gonzalez? And um, he kind of uh, ignored it at first. And then I sent him a DM. <laughs> little distracting phone there. Uh, I sent him a DM. Uh, this was through Facebook. Facebook DM. Part of it, yeah. Yeah. And he... Little uh, Zuck chat. He... Like, we got, we got into it back and forth. And it, at one point... He said, I don't have time for your effing BS. Did he say effing or did he use the no, real no. word? He used the real word. So okay. I was being being polite right okay, now. Yeah, he didn't want three and four strikes. And then I remember uh, Gaslamp Ball. I told them about the story. They're like, oh, you know, like like you should post that. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, okay, I'm just going to post it. So I took a screenshot of it and we posted the article and everything. And then he said that he never said any of that and that that he he sent me an email or a DM saying, you think it's funny to like put that out there? He's all he's all it'd be funny, like when you hear from my lawyer and like start like threatening to like sue me. And I'm like, so I'm like, what? Like, I don't care that much. Like, just take it down then. And he just kept he kept on. He kept on. And finally, Gaslamp Ball, they they took it down and um they were basically told by SB Nation to take it down because they said they said it's not because they don't believe anything that was was said there. They said because Keith Law has a history of threatening to sue them and anybody else who like spoke negati- ne- negative negatively of him. Have another beer, Rick. Yeah, at that time. So all I heard was blah 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 blah. Gaslamp ball is a bunch of cowards. <laughs> wow yeah um what a little b dude I, yeah. I if i had known that story i probably would have gone harder at him dude, yeah like i was very passive like he hasn't even blocked me yet so yeah. i might need to get him to block me now i don't think i've gone at him at all on twitter because he is he is um obviously a very educated he is. He's a very... But he is equally as opinionated as he is educated. And when you start taking subjectivity instead of objectivity, yeah. which is what we do. Yeah. Who are we kidding? Yeah. You know, but that's also why we're not freaking trying to sue JB Jayhawk. Yeah. For his one-star yeah. review of something we never you know spoke what? about. We should do that. Yeah, let's sue yeah. JB Jayhawk. Yeah. How I, dare should I, you? Should I DM Keith Law and find yeah. out who his lawyer is? Keith Law, give me your lawyer's yeah. name. I need to find out who this... Jack wagon <laughs> who gave us a one star review is because he said uh, we were talking too much about Tatis or possibly the Major League Ball Club, which he thinks is actually minor league. Yeah, uh, what a yeah. moron. Anyway, Keith Law sucks, dude. You can you can put that in your lawyer banking 
smoke did, it. Did you see though <laughs> that uh, the Padres? Let's let's circle back around to happier times here. The Padres <laughs> are uh, looks like they're about to put a, a st- like a statue. They've got the base. I built. did see that. I see. I, I I do you know the guy's name who tweeted that to get? It was to gas that ball, right? The cowards who took down the Keith Law story. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know who the guy is. I, I, I don't remember I who it was. Him, but yeah. anyway, whoever that was, he said it's like a circle. Dang it! I should have, I should have texted the Padres and said, "Can I get confirmation that's going to be a statue? I would like to break it on zero chance pod." So maybe that's our next. Okay, so it's race trick on on Twitter. I see that they uh, race trick. Oh, R A I R A I S T Rick. That's how I read it. A bunch yeah. of letters and then Rick. Seventy one followers. Epitome. Epitome. Yeah. Epitome. Epitome. Uh, yeah, it looks like a, a guarded, shielded off, kind of over by the park in the park, which is right above the bullpen. And, yes, it could be quite a spot for a recent inductee to the Hall of Fame. All right. Everybody stop what you're doing. We just received confirmation via text message from the Padres. It is official, my friends. The spot behind the bullpen that appears to be the base of a statue what? of the great and amazing Trevor Hoffman, number 51. No way. San Diego Padres might have played for the Brewers for a little bit. Can't remember. Might have gotten saved. Number 600 there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't because matter. he is a San Diego Padre through and through, just inducted into the Hall of Fame. Flossed at the after party. Yeah. Like a champ. Yeah. He's going to have a statue, my friends. It's going to have and a statue. And that statue is going up right in there, and you heard it here first on the Zero Chance Podcast. How rad is that? It's amazing. We got, we got Tony, we got Jerry, and now we have Trevor. Tony, Jerry, and Trevor. That is, uh, that's its own little Hall of Fame, a little statue Hall of yeah. Fame right there. God, man. That's so great. Uh, shout out to the Padres for letting us break that news. Let's, uh, let's see this catch some fire uh, nationwide. <laughs> nationwide is on your side. Yeah. Okay, here's what we need to do. Going forward in the Zero Chance Podcast, yeah. we have some goals. We okay. need to set some goals. Okay. I got four of them. Yeah. All right. We need to do some we need to do some uh some segments. Uh-huh. We need to get some better guests. Yep. We need to Don't say better guests. We sorry. need to get more. We need guests. to get guests, period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because nobody wants to listen to us yap on uh, just by ourselves all the time. So segments, guests, uh breaking news. Breaking news, yeah. And I've already forgot the fourth. Can Website. You, Oh, website. That was not my fourth. Yeah. But that is a good one. I've been working on that for like, Have you? yeah, since like the past 17 it. months yeah, now. I yeah, I got it. Uh, anyway. I really have. When you, you really? I have. Oh, this must be an amazing uh, website there. Yeah. Jeez, can't wait to see it. A lot of it. blood, sweat, and tears into yeah. that thing. Oh, advertisers. That was the other advertisers. one. Advertisers. Okay, yes. so website. Okay. Segments. Yeah. Advertisers. Breaking news. Guests. Those are our five. That's our top five okay. list. We okay. got to write that down. Okay. That's our five. Or we could just listen back. Or we can listen this. to our own podcast yeah, because yeah. we are narcissists. Yeah. We just listen to the bum, end part. Bum, 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 yeah, bum, we'll be bum. like, what was that list again? Oh, let's listen to the last five yeah, our, minutes yeah, of the list, podcast. Our list. Our list. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Speaking of last five minutes. <laughs> we done. <laughs> we done. <laughs> Thanks for listening this week, guys. Cannot wait to be with you next week. We got a huge guest lined up. Huge. No, we huge. don't. <laughs> you guys won't believe it. And we're going to be breaking some news, too. Breaking news. Dude. Huge guests. We got all kinds of segments lined yeah. up. 
We got an advert. We got a brand new advertiser. Huge, huge thanks to our uh, sponsors. Yeah, shout out to our sponsors. Yeah, and also the website will be up. And the website will be up too. <laughs> yeah, we'll knock it all out next week. All out. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. That's how you do a checklist, my friends. Yeah. To do list done. Done. People to kill list. Check it off. Yeah. The Steve Buscemi like <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> Billy Madison, you're in good hands now, my friend. <laughs> All right. Later, guys.